0: Since iTunes only keeps the last 100 episodes of any show, some of our show topics that seem to help the most people are no longer available when people search on iTunes. So, in an effort to make that information available to more people, from time to time we're going to re-air some of our most popular show topics. You can also go to kickitnaturally.com and search for any topic in our search box. For now, enjoy this show that originally aired in 2014.
1: T.C. Hale is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Welcome to Kick It Naturally. I'm Kenna McEnroe and I'm here with T.C. Hale, author, natural health expert, producer extraordinaire.
0: I like girls. I'm glad
1: you cleared that up. I've been yeah, wondering for years. Yeah,
0: we're going to talk about girl topics today, so I, I like girls. Right. Girls are neat.
1: Uh-huh. He's got a giant uterus on his desk. <laughs> just,
2: a real one. Yeah, a real, a real one.
1: And that chiming in over there, that is little cutie hottie patati Will Schmidt. What's going on, Will?
2: Back from uh, the holiday Happy uh, uh, beer.
1: Uh, nice, nice. We
2: won't say which one. That way, we can play yeah, it at any time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It could be Christmas. It could be Valentine's. It could be any holiday. Yeah. Right. Okay. So today we've got a great topic, y'all. It is one of my favorite topics that I love to sit around and talk about. PMS. Uh
0: huh. All the cool kids mm-hmm. talk about PMS.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, is it true? Is it real? Is it fake? Is it made up? That seems to be kind of a question. There was a lot
0: more people talking about that than I thought there would. Especially
1: women. Women that were, like, accusing other women of using it as an excuse to be mean and hateful to uh, men. hmm. I don't use it as an excuse. It's just what happens. It just works out, yeah. yeah, what happens that way, yeah. What, What I think is funny is, like, I'll be, you know, every month it's like, A new discovery, like a surprise, like it hasn't happened for 20 years. I
2: feel like that must be built into it because no one that I know realizes that it's augmenting their behavior. It's kind of like I think of it like if I gave blood, I would be aware that I would be maybe a little bit tired and less apt to work Mm -hmm. out and cranky for a couple of days. Right. I don't know why that doesn't occur to people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not when I'm actually like on it. I know I'm on it, but it's like that week or so before. It's uh... like it's like every single time, you know. Yo will be like, "Babe, are you about to start?" And then I'll cut no! his head off. And then like the <laughs> next day, I'll start. You know, so so it it can't be fake because. You know, it's happening without even my knowledge right. So it's not a conscious thing So,
0: Yeah, we have a bunch of questions we'll get into Where can people post questions?
1: Well, they can post them on Facebook at Kick It in the Nuts And if you haven't, you know, liked us And joined the page, then you're missing out Because that's where we get all of our show topics We post them on Sunday And then everybody can weigh in And ask their questions And then we'll say those questions on the show
0: And our, our followers passed uh, 170,000 this week So I think they nice. only allow like 11 more people. Wow. Oh, wow. So, wow. so you so better you get in. You better yeah. be yeah, the final in, uh, 11. Before they cut you us can. off, I'm sure exactly. they're going to cut us off.
1: We'll have to create a new page. And remember when we didn't even have a sponsor? That yeah, was yeah. so silly. So oh. now audible.com is giving all of our listeners a free audiobook of their choice just because we say audible.com. Audible.com. Audible. That, audible. that was good. Yeah. Uh, to find the link, go to kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook.
0: And uh, our book uh, "Kick Your Fat in the Nuts" is out on audiobook now. So nice. it, it, we talk about how to look at your own physiology in a lot of our shows, and if you don't know how to do that, that book will teach you how to do that, and you can get it for free. So free is free is good. Mm-hmm. We, I like stuff that's free. Yeah,
1: and there's also a, a version for the hearing impaired. That's just written out. Oh, you it's can just read. Written out. Oh, okay, you I you didn't know that was for <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. hearing impaired. That's, yeah. So I don't know. What do y'all want to talk about? I
0: guess we'll. I guess we'll just get into questions because that'll probably break it down pretty well. That's
1: fun. All right, here we go. Kelly, why do women use PMS to be completely hateful? Why do men let them? I never had mood changes because of PMS, and I don't believe other women do either. Well, good for you, Kelly. You deserve a cracker. All right. Lisa, whoa, Kelly, happy for you, but that's quite a blanket statement. Not every woman is that lucky.
0: Yeah, and uh, probably like 7,000 women just lined up to punch Kelly yeah, in the face yeah. right now. She's
1: about to get some PMS right. wrath on well, her. Well,
0: actually, they're listening to our show, so I guess four women. Yeah, lined yeah, yeah. yeah up, exactly. We don't have 7, women. But, um, you know, that's a pretty common misconception that a lot of people have is that the world. Um, consists of only things that I experience. Mm-hmm. And if I don't experience that in my life, it's, probably, it's not real. Well, that's and true somebody's for me. Making it me. Well, right. Well, everything yeah. revolves around you. Though. That's right. So... But a lot of people have that view, is that if, if I don't know what something's like, then it's fake.
1: Mm. I think Kelly just wants to find a man, so she's she putting it out there, there that she doesn't have PMS uh, so that all the guys so, uh, will come It
0: was like an advertisement uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, and, but what happens is is by the end of this show, you're going to understand why some women don't have all the ups and downs and the problems that show up before their period during their period or, or around their period
1: does it have something to do with digestion i don't know i feel know. like that might be <laughs> i
0: think the, we might cover some yeah. sugar topics Low too just just to, mm. okay. just to I'm get in with starting
1: that. to get get all this yeah
0: but um, the fact is that is that when women are experiencing this it's not it's not made up or like an illusion.
1: Yeah, who wants They're to not, be a biatch? You right, know about yeah. it, really. They're
0: not hallucinating or something. this It's a real problem, and some people have to deal with it, and some people have their physiology set up in a manner that not as many problems will occur.
1: hmm Christine... I didn't think I had PMS until my husband showed up, and he definitely suffers from it, LOL. Uh-huh. I hear that one, Christine. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everything was fine until you got married? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. No, how? it wasn't, because friends told me I was a biatch, too, or they would also say, What's wrong? Why are you crying at this commercial? Or, you know, why yeah, are you this so This is just emotional? the Brady Bunch. Yeah, why, yeah, exactly, are you, why are you exactly.
0: weeping? Um, so well, let's just talk a little bit about what happens uh, with a woman's cycle, and, and why... Um, they may be dealing with issues. And uh, I guess to first cover that, we've covered the all, most of these issues in other shows. But, you know, let's just list the things that happen to women during PMS. So, Kenna?
1: Okay. Bloating. <laughs>
0: Bloating is a good Cravings. one. Cravings.
1: Cravings. Emotional instability. Yep. <laughs> um, Pain in the lower back. Sure. Um... I mean, it can go on. You can break out. Your face can break out. Um, <coughs> your boobs get all swollen. And it, you know, Mine I mean, too. who doesn't want big boobs? But then they're all painful. plus good. Um,
0: insomnia? I don't know. Yeah. I don't
1: get insomnia from me. Some people you do. Never, well, but then it must, must ass- not yeah.
0: happen. Yeah, it must yeah. be enough. Yeah, it doesn't happen then if it doesn't happen to me.
1: <laughs> right. uh, that hasn't ever affected me. Like, the minute my head hits a pillow, I can sleep. You know, that's gotcha. never my problem. But
0: but the the... The most popular thing, of course, is the emotional issues and the. Oh, I forgot, homicide. Hom- yeah, that. Yeah, homicide. Right? <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, uh, Will, why don't we talk a little bit about um, why these issues have when re- happen when resources are low? And then we'll get into the cycle stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, we could look at a lot of these symptoms we just listed and pretend like we were doing the low blood pressure. Uh, episode right, right. Yeah. You know, and or anxiety mm-hmm. or depression right because right. whenever your body is short on resources it starts to mess with your head and starts to mess with your available energy for daily living so when your body's like going through the cycle and, and putting all its best resources into making another person or, or setting your, body, yeah, up setting that, your right? body up to do that it wants to make a really good person so it takes like your best stuff and you know donated towards that account and then you're presently left a little bit just a in a sad hole. sack
1: of right. You're nothing. just left
2: waste out. Yeah. You know? So then your body's really short on the normal supply of resources. If you're someone who has like an over abundance of resources, and maybe typically runs like high blood pressure, and it's really stable blood sugar. You're not gonna feel that pinch so hard of that that energy deficit and all those resources going away because it's like someone with a big savings account. It's like yeah, it's okay. You're
1: right. Write
0: a
2: check, and the body actually has a lot of
0: savings accounts. You know, when we look at someone having an emotional reaction or all these other symptoms that come along, you know, it it, it happens because, you know. For the brain to function correctly, signals need to travel through minerals, and that's how they get to the body and back to the brain. And And so when there's not a lot of minerals and other nutrients in place for the brain to operate correctly and for signals to travel correctly, then we end up with issues like depression and uh, um, bipolar type uh, I didn't mean to look at Kenna when I said
1: yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to come over and stab you.
0: But, you know, bipolar type reactions mm-hmm. um, to where someone's fine and then all of a sudden they're punching you in the neck. Um, you know, all those come from resource situations that are low in most cases.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would seem like if you had high blood pressure or you had more minerals than, you know, you're supposed to, then that might even actually help, like, getting some of it you out. You could like, actually
2: feel better.
0: Yeah. It could be like a, you'd have a larger buffer system, yeah. and that doesn't mean that that's beneficial to have by high blood pressure. But if this is all new to you, look at it like, you know, the candy bar commercials where somebody is completely freaking out, and they're acting like Roseanne Barr or whoever they have in the commercial on that one. And then they explain, you're not yourself when you're hungry. She and looks have this
1: darn good, too, these days. Oh, yeah?
0: Really? Yeah, they, yeah, she does. Mm. And But they're like, here, have this candy bar, and then you'll be a human again. And so it, it kind of helps us understand that, oh, yeah, we're, we're people, and we need resources to function. And it's not like we need fuel to have the energy to walk Across the room, we have all of these other activities and processes, and repairing and rebuilding and breaking down, all this stuff that goes on in the body. And if we don't have the resources for those to happen, then a lot of times either they won't happen correctly, or the body will pull these reserves, uh, energies, and minerals and nutrients that it was using for us to have proper brain function and emotional stability and all these other things. And then those are deplenished, and then we freak out and all these other symptoms come into play Mm.
1: all right nautica i usually get real emotional and that's when i know my friend comes around sarah the week before my cycle i get really moody and i suddenly like music food films behavior what's aso i don't know what that is that i usually despise and vice versa
0: right so think about like um maybe like if you have a cold or you're really sick and someone uh, brings you a bowl of soup and you just start weeping like you're so appreciative of that soup and you know y'all just you just remember that your your emotions are so magnified Mm. and it's because so much of the body's resources are going towards fighting off this invader that you're not left with enough to be a reasonable human being
2: and there's also like usually an elevation of like the typically associated female hormones in that period of time right so it just makes your brain more in that emotive state than like the the severe like male brain is actually like i guess the autistic pattern of like it's just like logical conclusions and can't connect it's yeah it's actually like i believe that is like the s brain like is the autistic Person, like they don't have that emotive connection, and the opposite of that would be like the, the menstruating woman, you know, <laughs> like the insanely emotional. So there's a the hormonal uh, influence also of that elevated estrogen,
0: right? And a lot of people will tend to just blame hormones for issues like this, and they say, "Well, it's genetic," and some people don't create as much hormones, and some others. But if you understand and you and you see firsthand the drastic change in a woman who has horrible PMS her whole life, and then when she lifts her minerals up a little bit um, and fixes some things, all of a sudden it's not so bad. So you realize, oh, it's not just genetics. And that, you know, Genes can have a factor in that, but it's it's you're not stuck in one situation just because of genes.
1: I find when I'm eating really healthy, I may not have cramps, but I still have the emotional part. That's mm. still never left me. I mean, I may not be dealing with pain, but for whatever reason, I'm extra like weepy or I'm just got a short fuse. I don't know.
0: Right. And and it's accurate and and what's makes that understandable Is when we look at your numbers, they show, oh, you should have problems because resources are still low. So we're going to talk about ways to lift resources and and make minerals higher. But at the same time, there are some issues, malfunctions and other reasons that can kind of cause a person to pee out minerals as quickly as minerals come in. And there's a lot of reasons that can happen. But when that's the case that person needs to kind of do a little extra work so that they can function and not have the problems. Yeah. I'm
1: debating on whether I should get on an IV, just a solid drip <laughs> of right. every single right. day. You, can, you should get
0: like a necklace that's a salt yeah. lick. Uh-huh. Like they yeah. have those for horses exactly. and stuff. Uh-huh. And a you can just have statement. it and just lick
2: it every few yeah. minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. Would,
2: it, would it be right to assume that like in balancing out your body chemistry, say you dialed it in, like you fixed your digestion, started eating in a way that was right for you, that really balanced your blood sugar, that... We could get rid or diminish a lot of the discomforts, like you said, kind of like the cramps, mm-hmm. anxiety, like low energy, yeah. the panic. But you may still have like some elevated sort of like emotional sediment of like, you know, the yeah. uh, the empathy and yeah. stuff that normally goes along with elevated estrogen. Would you think that would be like a, a like a reasonable expectation of goals in trying to manage your chemistry around this?
0: Yes.
1: Awesome. (laughs) No, but,
0: but, you know, when, and we'll get into some of those things too, how to do those, you know, step by step each one. But getting back to hormones a little bit, hormones can be completely out of balance and cause all kinds of problems. That is so true. And that's why people blame hormones so often. But if you understand what happens, a lot of times if the body doesn't have the resources it needs to fulfill the functions that it wants to fulfill, it will kind of jack up some hormones to kind of help that out. And think of like, you know, adrenaline or something. that's It jacks up when you need that extra boost of I'm being chased by a lion type of thing. Mm -hmm. So when other... Uh, functions of the body can't happen due to low resources, the body can sometimes use hormones to give it a boost a little bit, to help it function better. So, in that reality, some women during their cycle will have a flux in hormone levels, for sure, um, but some women, that flux is much larger. Yeah. And it's my belief that when it's much larger, that there's a problem that's making that happen. Sure.
2: And maybe even different ones are like Going out with like huge amounts of cortisol or something for someone who's low Stressful, on, or, as right. As opposed right. to like moderately elevated estrogen, which just kind of goes along with the whole cycle. Right. Thing.
0: So yeah, I definitely agree that hormones can cause problems, but I, I don't view them as the cause of those problems. Yeah. I view them as a reaction of the body trying to find some type of solution. So w- with a woman's cycle, and we're going to get into cramps next week. We're going to talk about cramps since that's such a big topic so we'll do most of the just pms so if you're in pain right now i, I apologize that you have to wait you, you should have, have to well, wait we till we next week a podcast
1: when they're gone <laughs> for men how to deal with your woman no, correctly when really they're good. on cr- that, would be, they have a,
0: that would be a five-part episode yeah yeah that would be. <laughs> but anyways so uh, the cycle that happens um it, it's it doesn't just it's not just the bleeding that shows up. There's a lot of activity that goes on, and the body pulls resources, you know, because you're basically cleaning house a little bit when you're bleeding. You're getting just rid of your, a lot of your stuff.
1: Uterus is splitting and shedding. Or yeah, what, and,
0: you, and you have like to rebuild that, yeah. all that stuff. So all that is a lot of resources. You're setting up the body to make a whole other human, and to make a human takes a whole lot of resources, and. That kind of goes into why a lot of girls will miss their period non-pregnant timedness. <laughs>
1: That's the technical. Uh, mm-hmm. That's yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, is I don't know if we. I don't think we've talked about that on, a, on an episode before. Really about women who miss their period or lose their period type. I, oh, we had a, a early menopause. menopause yeah. early menopause episode. Yeah. So we talk about that in a lot of detail there. But a lot of women who skip their period or don't get it regularly or lose it altogether are losing it because resources and minerals are low, and they don't have enough. To build another human being, so Mother Nature kind of shuts that down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're fine with that.
2: I concur.
1: All right, Kinley, Los Angeles, California. I always know when my period is coming because my insomnia shows up. Oh, there's somebody there you go, with insomnia. Hey, there see, you huh? Yeah.
2: Oh, one I other. Think- oh, oh, no, you, no, no, no. bye you first. Okay. okay, I'll just talk fine. Okay. <laughs> um, but one other thing I was gonna say around that that um, it's not just the bleeding that occurs. It you know it's the week before like you were saying earlier mm-hmm. it's like so stressful that's where it is. it's in <laughs> right. yeah. the way i think right the way i think but it's kind of like you have rent due like the last week of the month is like when you're allocating all those funds mm-hmm. trying to get them and it's stressful right yeah. so your body's making all those investments and allocations and then when you actually bleed like that's, that's already it's a relief to me right. when it finally like, starts yeah all that blood and minerals have already been Transferred over to your landlord, whatever. Like, right, so your, right. your bloodstream is where it's at. So that makes sense that a lot of like the stressful, emotional issues occur before the bleeding even starts.
0: So yeah. let's get into some steps that someone could look at their own physiology to understand. Okay, why do I deal with this more than someone else might? Mm-hmm.
1: And the insomnia. Oh, well,
0: let yeah, let's let's cover Kinley's thing first. So, in our insomnia episode. There are there are multiple causes of insomnia that we see a lot. Probably three that are the most common. Um, one is a, an imbalance at the cellular level where your your body's kind of awake all the time. But the other one happens from low resources. Do you want to talk about that, Will?
2: Yeah, so when your body doesn't have enough Let's use the example of electrolytes or energy in general. Your blood pressure can become dangerously low. We call that like the electrolyte deficiency. But if it goes really, really low, you can get a seizure, which is not good at all. So the body hates that. Yeah. you will grab n- my tongue if not, I go right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a seizure. Not helpful. So your body doesn't know that you have like cereal downstairs in the pantry or whatever it thinks you're going to have to hunt or gather to acquire food to like fix this situation which takes a lot more time than going downstairs and you know right the or, zebra might not want to get whacked right. in the head yeah and you need resources to be able to go hunt you know or whatever it is so your body will wake you up way in advance to try to go fix that and get, find some resources some food some nutrition and as such, like, you won't be able to sleep well through the night when your body starts leaning in that direction. And that of,
0: panicked, I'm running out of stuff yeah, place.
2: right. So that makes you have insomnia.
0: Right. So, um, and now that we see, you know, it makes sense that that shows up just around your period because that's a time when you need more resources. And so you, you might just be like kind of on that fence. You might just barely be doing sleeping well and just having enough to sleep well. Um, but when your period shows up, now all that's gone. And for
1: like, since we're all snowflakes, in my case, I have low minerals, but it just wipes me out. I right. just get really. You just tired have a different sleep. symptom. Yeah,
2: yeah. All the like the female clients that I train when I, they're normally hovering when they start and they haven't really fixed their digestion, so if they're normally hovering like around a hundred over seventy in their blood pressure on a good day. Right. right, you right. Know? So when their blood pressure is even lower than that because of their cycle and they show up for their workout, they're just useless. Mm-hmm. Like all we can do is stretch and complain. Like, right. That's all that happens in those workouts. Because you you don't have what you need to be able to exert and spend the little bit of resources you have during that period. So you you should really think about like adjusting your diet and your supplements around that to try to give yourself an extra boost at that time and know Right, what's coming.
0: And I think I've talked on episodes before where I had clients that – in the middle of every workout when they first started with me, uh, no matter what, they would just start weeping. (laughs) And when you realize, oh, I'm using resources in this workout, when I don't have enough resources for signals to travel, emotions get magnified. So it it kind of starts to make sense of why this happens to so many women during their cycle. It's because resources are being used just like the client's Resources being used in the workout. Do you guys
1: laugh at us when we when we leave? Like, oh my goodness gracious, that girl is a mess. No, because, um, well, yes. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> no, because the
0: cramps thing is horrible. We'll talk about that next yeah. week, but I always, because I've had cramps, you know, a couple times, and I was like, oh, I don't, this is not good. Like. I'm not a fan. What kind of cramps? Just like, uh, like food poisoning kind oh, of thing, okay. you know, that kind of, uh-huh. yeah, so I. We'll we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, so let's talk about uh, some tests that people can do now. These are steps that they can look at if you have if you have major PMS issues, then these are things that you can do to figure out why. Sure. Go.
2: Biggest one would be blood pressure. First thing you'd want to look at. So you get a blood pressure cuff at like CVS, Rite Aid, online, whatever. Or sometimes you can go in for free at your pharmacy and just have your blood pressure checked. And you want to know that like if your blood pressure's under 113, over 73, we we classify that as electrolyte deficient or low resources.
0: Right. And also, when you check your blood pressure, try and do it at least two hours after a meal. Because if you just had like an ice cream cone, your sugars will be high. And that sugars are part of your blood pressure measurement. Mm-hmm. So it'll be higher at that point.
2: Yeah. And if you check it and you're not on your period right now and it's like, oh, I'm good. I'm like at 120 and then you don't feel like going to the pharmacy and checking your blood pressure when you're PMSing, you might not have that information. So it's useful if you actually get your own cuff and you can test it. When symptoms arise, you can say like, why am I freaking out so bad? You can take a look and be like, oh, my blood pressure is 80 over 5, <laughs> right. or whatever right. it is. Right. So then that's a big clue. Like, okay, I can do some work to try to correct this electrolyte like deficient state. Which we talk about, do we have a podcast specifically on that, on the low, well, on the low blood pressure? But in the courses. like No, all, but
0: like 12 of our episodes are yeah. all about low blood mm-hmm. pressure issues. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, or you can go through the free Digestive Issues course at kickinthenuts.com and learn how to do the different self-tests, including the blood pressure. And then you'll also learn in that how to fix your digestion so that your blood pressure isn't so low to begin with.
1: Which is funny that you said that because, you know, in all medical, it's always high blood pressure they focus on. Right. I never heard one doctor say anything about low blood pressure. They were always like, oh, you're great. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, huh.
2: Yeah. Do you want to explain why we, that is? Yeah. Well, we, we talk about it so much, it seems like commonplace to be concerned right. about low blood pressure. But yeah, you may, your doctor may have never even mentioned it if it was low because they only really get to sell you drugs for that if it's high. So they'll warn you if it's like running high, they'll be like, Oh, you get to be on blood pressure lowering uh-huh. yeah. meds forever. Um, but if it's low, they'll be like, Ah, oh, you don't qualify for them yet. But if you go in <laughs> but you keep and, trying. Yeah. But if you go in and you complain about depression or anxiety, they may give you a medication that boosts your blood pressure. Um, and they're not. Dis- but they, they meds- don't know that. They don't describe it like, oh, it's gonna fix your blood. But it does. They give make you your depression meds, right? And, yeah.
0: and depression meds, a lot of them tend to restrict a person's ability to pee out their salts. Yeah. So then minerals accumulate, and the blood pressure can come up, which is not the healthy way to do it. No, but um, you know the the main reason that the doctors don't say much is because that. Uh, a high blood pressure can cause a stroke or a blowout or you know a heart attack so that's a real problem and they they don't want that so if your blood pressure is like 90 and you're like I don't know why I'm depressed and tired and even though that is the reason your doctor's still going to say your blood pressure is perfect because you're not going to have a blowout you know like oh that's great so they're just not trained in the in the fact that low blood pressure causes a lot of problems too
1: i even had a doctor tell me because i'm little because i'm short that my blood pressure will be lower because it doesn't need to be as high. So
2: weird. It's weird yeah. though. they have a word, hypotension. Why don't they just also diagnose that? Like yeah. I don't understand why.
1: Interesting. Tyra, Las Vegas, Nevada. Why am I so crazy for chocolate before my cycle? Because she needs sugars for her blood pressure.
2: Well, cho- yeah, let's talk about buffering, Will. Yeah, I mean, chocolate's not just sugar. Like, the, you can get chocolate that has zero sugar well who wants that well cacao like we use that (laughs) in a lot of our recipes for our cookbook like it's full of a bunch of minerals like magnesium and Mm -hmm. iron too right like Mm -hmm. lots of really important minerals in really great density and usually in this culture it's also paired with a bunch of sugar that can also raise your blood pressure which we're not advocating like that as the way to do it but all those minerals make chocolate especially appealing when you're low mineral
0: and talk about what sugars can do you know buffering minerals
2: sure so sugars uh, contribute to blood pressure and they also can make the blood more retentive of electrolytes because electrolytes will follow those sugars so when you do eat sugar your your blood pressure will come up and it'll, it'll also help retain electrolytes in your bloodstream when your blood sugar is stable. The problem with just trying to eat sugar to do that is that doesn't create stable blood sugar. Your blood sugar will spike and drop. What we want to do is create really strong digestion so that we can create stable blood sugar uh, through the metabolism of proteins and also being able to use fats for energy. So when our blood sugar is stable, then our electrolyte levels will also be uh, more well-retained in the bloodstream, and that'll keep a more stable blood pressure.
0: Right, and and so now this will kind of introduce us into another test that you can run on yourself um, to see if there's an additional problem going on. Because, like Will was saying, um, if the body has enough mineral in the system, blood sugar can go pretty low and the system will be okay. The body won't panic and be scared of going into a seizure. Um, So higher minerals can buffer a low blood sugar situation. Um, If minerals are super low, higher sugar can buffer those low minerals and the body is not going to panic and everything can function. It's when the sugars and the mineral go low at the same time ...that you start having situations like either cravings or anxiety or panic attacks or even seizures. Yeah, yeah. So um, a a lot of people will crave sugar or chocolate. If they're in a situation where their minerals are low, anytime sugars go a little bit low, their cravings are going to be out of control. And, uh, of course, you eat the sugar and you have some cookies... Uh, and then sugar spikes, and you feel better, but then you know it's going to crash right after that. So here, this is a test that you can run to see if your crash might be a little harder than other people's, and you can tell get an indication of that by looking at urine pH.
2: Mm-hmm. Go. So, <laughs> Because when your urine, uh, different hormones are strong or weak at different pH levels. So insulin, which is the hormone that your body makes to shuttle sugar from the blood into the tissues, gets stronger the higher the pH of the environment. So when your urine pH is really high, your insulin is really strong. So when you eat sugars, your body will take that sugar in, out of the bloodstream and into the cells really fast, too fast. So you'll, it'll crash hard and drop and then your body will be in this huge energy deficit and then you gotta eat more cookies and then you get fatter And all so we don't want that we want your urine pH to be in a nice balanced range which typically is right around 6.0 somewhere around there is a good marker to right. aim for and it'll change throughout the day too so uh, usually it's really acidic first thing in the morning for most people uh, so don't just go by that and be like oh it was only 6.2 when I woke up because mm-hmm. it could be at like seven seven five when you're going to bed so you want to check it at different times in the day and make sure that it's right around six and through the book um, you can learn different nutrients that you can use to affect your urine ph like vitamin c as ascorbic acid or olive oil can help lower your urine ph whereas some of the foods you may be eating that you think are really healthy for you are actually pushing your pH in the wrong direction like apple cider vinegar or even coconut oil can make your urine pH higher, and that might be a, not a great thing for you at the moment if
0: you're in a, a really exacerbated uh, imbalance yeah. situation. So,
2: um,
0: and I, you know, most people that would be listening to this show are likely would classify themselves as a sugarholic or a carbaholic, or don't mess with my chocolate, or I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: Or and, salt, I crave salt too. I'm yeah, afraid. and yeah. some
0: people crave one or the other, and just understand that. Um, that doesn't mean that that's your personality. It's not your genetics that's doing that. It's your physiology, and you can change your physiology to where you won't need those things so severely. And um, when you learn how to improve your digestion and bring in more nutrients, all of a sudden you can reduce the amount of carbs that you're consuming and sugars, and you do fine and you feel great. And then you don't get these roller coaster reactions. Mm-hmm.
2: Another uh, self-test you can look at is your breath rate. So if, you're, if your body is relying mostly on carbohydrates for energy, that is going to metabolically produce more CO2, carbon dioxide. So you have to breathe out more often. So the more you're running off of sugars, the faster your breath rate gets because you're trying to off-gas that CO2 more frequently to keep your co2 to oxygen levels balanced in your blood so if you have a really fast breath rate like if you're taking like 18 19 20 breaths per minute you make oh my body's really relying on sugar maybe too much right now for energy Uh, and you want to aim to get your breath rate to naturally slow down without you trying to make it happen but getting your body better at using proteins and fats so that your breath rate slows down to somewhere around 15 or 16 breaths per minute
0: right and and when you're when you're breathing that quickly you're basically oxidizing food much quicker which means that you're ripping through protein faster and and when you eat protein it should be like a slow burning log on the fire it should sustain you for longer periods of time but if you're living off of sugar and carbs and that is uh, speeding up the oxidation rate of your body then it's kind of like you're ripping through all the food. And then you crash, you have no fuel, and then that's when you get those episodes. And a lot of people will have those episodes already, and then when their cycle comes around, it's really magnified. And mm-hmm. people want to, like, they're like, maybe we should Baker Act you or something, <laughs> because this is a problem. And, and you know, people think that it's, it's just in the mind or something like that. that. Because later on, when resources are sustained again and they're feeling fine they'll be like I'm really sorry I don't know why I acted that way and they apologize and they spend their life apologize. apologizing
1: I'm good at apologizing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and like so like they know that
0: the the behavior is not good but the, it still shows up but it's not a personality or human flaw it's just a physiology issue and a, an issue of resources allowing the brain to function and the body not to be in this panic state because when the body is in a a panic state we tend to act like we re our our life is magnified in that way as well so problems that are a one or a two show up to us as a ten
1: alright Anna what can I do to change wait what can I do or change in my diet to prevent food cravings during PMS
2: just stop it (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so in addition to really Fixing your digestion, Like go through the Digestive Issues course at com so you can learn how to get more of the nutrition out of your food, which requires good stomach acid levels and good bile flow, and choosing the right fruits for your chemistry. Um, but additionally, you can also include more salts and even like concentrate, trace mineral drops in your diet to bolster your blood pressure and give your body more resources to work with. And then also avoid foods that you know will spike and drop your blood sugar levels like high glycemic sugars, like soda and that sort of thing.
0: Potatoes and bread. And yeah,
2: as well as like stimulants that might speed sugar metabolism, like strong caffeine and things like that.
1: Sea salt's my best friend. Yeah. People so, taste my food and they're like, how do you eat this? Yeah.
0: yeah, so so one thing that you have to understand is that these spikes and crashes are coming from consuming carbs and sugars that do that. But that doesn't mean that you qualify to cut those foods out because many of you could cut those foods out and you will be a wreck Um, and your depression would be very magnified even if you've never experienced it before because remember that those carbs were converting to sugars and thickening the blood so you can function so you have to first qualify to reduce the amount of carbs that you're consuming and to do that you have to lift your minerals which means if you have digestive problems And a lot of people have digestive problems and don't even know it. They think that it's common to be bloated or to burp or to pass gas or to be constipated. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, But those are all signs that digestion is not working correctly. And when it's not, you're not pulling all the minerals and nutrients out of your food. So you have to fix those issues, and then you can reduce the amount of carbs that you're eating. And we kind of teach people how to first... Change the carbs that you're eating. You want to eat carbs that, foods that contain carbs, but they don't spike insulin so high, like a sweet potato or berries or a yam or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Joanne, why do I only get heartburn around my period?
2: Well, we talk about acid reflux and heartburn in one of our other podcasts, but let's summarize real quick. When It's often misunderstood that people... Think that when they get heartburn, it's because they have too much acid. So it's not that your body's like making more stomach acid when you're on your period. The opposite is actually usually the case. When you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, you'll get symptoms of heartburn and acid reflux. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive, but the acid reflux and heartburn occurs when there's not enough acid in the stomach to kill the bacteria that uh, that's in your food when you eat it, and when there isn't enough acid to kill that bacteria, that bacteria will ferment your food and create off gases and pressure in the stomach that causes the valves of the stomach to slip open and a regurgitation of the contents of the stomach, including enzymes that are can also burn the esophagus. They break down protein yeah. is what the enzymes right. do. And so you'll feel that burn, as well as like a small amount of acid. It could still technically be acidic, just not acidic enough to kill the bacteria. So you'll feel this burning sensation and be like, oh, I have too much acid. But in reality, If you had enough stomach acid, it would kill that bacteria and trigger the valves of the stomach to seal shut and tight so you wouldn't have any reflux occur at all. The reason why some people around their period start to get heartburn is because their chloride that they use to make hydrochloric acid out of goes towards their cycle. So they're donating those resources to that process so they have less hydrochloric acid to maintain the proper pH of the stomach and so they start to get those reflux issues. Nailed it.
1: Yeah. Boom. A for today. All right. Uh Amber from Claire Michigan. Amber, woo woo. Woo hoo. Why doesn't PM why does PMS aggravate my gallbladder? I don't know. Cuz it's a brat.
2: It can well, This is a theory, but I I don't know if you've seen this or not. Tony but like Have you noticed people's urine-specific gravity go up or down near their cycle?
0: I've never paid attention to that. It would be a good question
2: to look, but Amber, possibly you could be in a more, you could be potentially in a more catabolic state during your cycle. While things are breaking down. Right, right, potentially. So with that, you might have higher amounts of bilirubin, like cells ion. right? Which can make um, the hyperbilirimia, which is this excess amount of... uh, Broken words, yeah, right? Broken down (laughs) cells that get contributed into your bile as a normal part of bile. But if that amount of broken cell debris is too high, it can make your bile sludgy. So you can start to feel symptoms of like gallbladder pain or other symptoms of poor bile flow, which we talk about in the digestive symptoms or digestive course. But it's things like gassy or bloated or diarrhea or nausea or acne or those kind of things,
0: right? And so that would be the most likely cause because we know that that happens a lot in a catabolic state where a person's body at the cellular level is breaking down more but since in a cycle you know part of the body is breaking down a lot more and a lot of those tissues are being removed that could be the case another thing could be that we know that consuming um you know more sugars and especially grains can thicken up the bile as well so if around your cycle you're having more cravings for junk and you're giving into that then that could be another cause for that mm-hmm. so that's just that's two possibilities and we're going to let you pick which yeah. one you want
2: but either way like the kind of things you can do to try to help that other than like you know keeping the diet and digestion as strong as possible so you don't have to eat those extra carbs, which could contribute to the sticky, sludgy bile, is also to like uh, the product beat flow or coffee enemas or coffee suppositories to just really help the bile have its best chance it can at moving properly through the system.
0: Right. Okay, so let's let's wrap up and kind of look at, okay, so a girl has PMS. She's dealing with issues she wants to see improve what what are the steps she should take to do that?
2: Well, first, start off by setting yourself up for the best chance you can by fixing your digestion. So, like, do the work of going through the free Digestive Issues course at kickinthenuts.com and make sure those are on point. And then also run some self-tests on yourself, including your blood pressure and your urine pH and make sh- and try to get those to be as balanced as and, and we as
0: teach can. how to do all those in, in any of our books. You know, we even have a a menstrual cramps book. I guess we'll talk about cramps next week, but oh. I totally forgot that we have <laughs> uh,
2: this book. That, you wrote a, the, your whole first book was about yeah, yeah. exactly that. But it, <laughs> it,
0: it, it helps you understand a lot of the deals with PMS, too, so that can help, too, but... Um, But when Will's talking about these tests, we show how to do those in the free course or any of our books.
2: Yeah, but you might want to start with (laughs) kick menstrual cramps in the nuts since Tony wrote it already. (laughs) But that gets way deep into everything we just said and more and shows you how to do the self-test, shows you where your self-test scores should be and also gives a lot of information about what to do if you detect those different imbalances, like eating more salts or lowering your urine pH with vitamin C, that kind of thing.
0: Right. So, so those are the first steps. And after that, understand that you, you're not going to fix this in three days. You know, you have to uh, improve the way that your body is operating, but you can. And th- this is not just something that you're stuck with. We see people improve these issues all the time.
1: Mm. Except me No I'm kidding I have <laughs> Oh my gosh it. Kenna has for sure
0: <laughs> So we—that's a. But that's a good point So let's say that you make some improvements But you can't totally fix it Like you're kind of like Kenna Where mm-hmm. she has to continually put in but work Well,
1: I told you I'm bitchy at the core Yeah at the so core So we right. can't change who my core being
0: Right But don't forget to continue to look at your numbers So just because you did the work To raise your mineral levels doesn't mean you did enough work to raise your mineral levels because you may have other issues where you're peeing out a lot of minerals more than you should, and so it's kind of like you got to keep dumping stuff in the top while it comes out the bottom kind of situation.
1: That was another thing. Right before a period, always have a huge dump. What is that about?
2: Maybe you're just showing off. Uh Sounds like a personal issue. (laughs) But also be aware of, like, you got to think logically about this, like, you might be doing stuff like a lot of girls that are sabotaging yourself and knowing like maybe you do hot yoga all the time and you're constantly sweating out tons of electrolytes and you might want to think about, you know, Not the whole... Not making
1: yourself throw yeah, up. Right, yeah. you're
2: right. The anorexia, whatever it is. But you want to think it's all, it all matters. Like maybe you want yeah. to like taper your workouts a little bit or don't go in the sauna like when you're already low blood pressure. Like, look at the whole picture.
0: Yeah, somebody may have told you that you have to drink eight glasses of water a day Mm -hmm. and little do you, you know, not that water's bad, but you may only qualify to drink two or three because any more than that and you're washing out the small amount of mineral that you have. Mm -hmm. So you really need to understand You know, look at where your body is to understand what's going to help. I
1: think that one's huge with me because I love water. I drink it all the time because I always feel like I'm thirsty. And then I pee all my minerals out. Mm. So I just need to sit around and drink Mineral Trace straight from the bottle.
0: Yeah, so we we have a lot of people use these concentrates mineral drops that you can pick up at Amazon or most Whole Foods and stuff. Um, But they're just mineral drops that you can put in the water, and that way you can drink water without depleting all of your minerals.
1: Mm. All right. Remember when we didn't have a sponsor? Well, we do now. So now Audible.com is giving all our listeners a free audiobook of their choice just because we say Audible.com. Audible.com. Audible. 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 To find the link, go to kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook. And if you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the free four week digestion course at kickitinthenuts.com. Or you can head on over to Will Schmidt's mybodyofknowledge.net page and check out all his stuff on his page that he's got fancy a lot of fancy stuff
0: so next week menstrual cramps
1: woohoo